0: Hello, everybody, welcome to the Crypto Hipsters podcast, where I interview founders and co-founders, entrepreneurs and artists, executives and stay at home hipsters in crypto and blockchain around the world. And I have an amazing podcast for you today let's get to it and today welcome to the show alex adelman who is the co-founder and ceo of lolly welcome to the show thanks for having me you're very welcome uh to kick things off could you please tell our audience um a little bit about a bag, about your background and is it a logical background to what you're doing now
1: yeah, so uh yeah, first off, uh Lolly is a Bitcoin rewards app, um both a Chrome extension and mobile app that gives people the ability to earn Bitcoin when they shop online at a 1000 merchants. Um we've uh let's see, we've um really made it uh trying to make the easiest way for people to get into cryptocurrency and and both earn it and also learn about it and our background is, is pretty relevant to um kind of what we've, uh, what we've built today. Um, so we started this journey about 10 years ago, uh, building another company called Cosmic. Um, we ended up building um, the, one of the early like buy buttons, uh, dynamic buy buttons that gave merchants the ability to sell their products in different channels uh, with this idea of democratizing commerce, um, making it easier for people to buy and sell anywhere. So fast forward a little bit, we ended up getting acquired by Rakuten Ah, uh, the biggest cashback company in the U.S. and many parts of the world. Um, so we we really get to understand like the cashback and rewards space um, over over that period of time. And when we parted ways with Rakuten, we started to look at like what we wanted to build next. And we had all you know gotten into Bitcoin, and we're really excited about this idea of making Bitcoin more accessible because at, at its current time, Bitcoin wasn't really accessible to many people. It was actually quite difficult um to get to get into you had to invest in it so we wanted to attach bitcoin to uh, something like shopping that everybody does and thus make it way more accessible to to more people
0: great so i want to talk about when you started you know um the height of the last bitcoin bull market was in december 2017 bitcoin went over twenty thousand um dollars and then you know um in the from then to the first week of april you had you know a subsequent crash in the beginning of the crypto winter you started your company in march 2018 um you know during the downfall what did you see you know what did you see that was possible that other people didn't see without trying when they weren't trying to get out of the market you were entering
1: yeah uh i, I mean i i think that the best things kind of come from uh, out of the bear market. um i one of the, one of my observations is like it sort of separates the um, the builders from the sort of the grifters. Uh, it's probably the best way of looking at it. I think I think people who are interested in the technology and uh, are in it for the right reasons or you know sort of thrive during the bear market. Um, we we launched you know in, in a bear market uh, right like I mean right after I think you know everything kind of crashed down to like or Bitcoin crashed to like four or five k. So um, I think it was a really good time to to, to build, to build the community um, and start to acquire, you know, new users and kind of be under the radar. And there weren't a lot of companies that really emerged during that time. So now Bitcoin, you know, and crypto is like back in vogue and there's a lot of, you know, companies that are emerging now. But I I look at it as like we got a three-year head start uh, and built a lot of infrastructure um, to really get, uh, you know, acquire a lot of users and uh, and build a real business um, over these last three years.
0: And you build a a cashback model and how does how does that work?
1: Yeah, we, we partner with merchants and these merchants pay us when our users shop their sites. So um the user, let's just say, goes to like Nike.com and they would shop as they normally would. Um let's just say they buy $100 a hundred dollar pair of shoes, um, then they get uh ten percent um back in Bitcoin, the merchant pays us. We pay our users sending Bitcoin to their lolly wallet,
0: so my wife does a lot of shopping right so for the for the for the kids you know sneakers and all that stuff and so instead of instead of going to Amazon where I'm not earning bitcoin, I can actually I can use lolly and earn Bitcoin on the purchases correct, yes, great great uh that's awesome um you know i, I interviewed a, a top vc a few months ago and he said the way to get people into into uh bitcoin and for bitcoin to maybe hit 10 million dollars by the year 2030 um is to have uh, th- a few things one would be open governments another would be um women shoppers and um it wasn't really until i heard you uh, speak yesterday at consensus um that i thought, oh this guy has it figured out. So how have, you, how have you, what is your What is your view on women shoppers having a crucial role in Bitcoin? And how have you built your um, your audience of women shoppers?
1: Um, yeah, so, so, you know, one of our missions, really our, our fundamental mission is like to, is to make Bitcoin more accessible to everybody. Um, so the stats are that I think it's like uh, women make up 88% of all purchasing decisions, um, in, in, in the household, so uh, naturally, you know, uh, an app that is attached to shopping is going to be uh, is going to make you know Bitcoin accessible to everybody because everybody shops. Um, but we do believe that because there are, are way more female shoppers out there in the world uh, that are making more of the purchasing decisions, uh, that it does provide an opportunity for women um, to get into into Bitcoin more freely.
0: And how have you how have you seen what what are some of the purchasing areas in addition in addition to Nike sneakers, what have you seen some of the purchasing uh, really top trending industries uh, for the use of your um, company?
1: Uh, yeah, grocery health and wellness, like fitness, uh, especially during the pandemic, um, travel um, and uh, fashion um, is coming back and uh, home home decor was big during. Uh, everyone wanted to like, you know, revamp their, their homes. So yeah, uh, lots of, I mean, pretty pretty solid distribution across like most of the categories. I mean, we have a thousand merchants, so a lot of the uh, you can pretty much earn Bitcoin back on just about anything. And uh, it's been it's been really good for to to see uh, just like how many things people like get creative with and what they can earn on and what they talk about. So it's been pretty great um, for just like making Bitcoin more accessible to everybody and and uh, attaching it to everyday purchases
0: awesome I downloaded a wallet yesterday um, and I I think I earned just by signing up I earned some some satoshis
1: oh that's awesome love
0: hearing that Um, yeah I'm looking forward to using it Um, so I wanted to ask you about um, about crypto uh, influencers now um, I see it. I I look at crypto from the viewpoint of investments. So, you know, there's a lot of influencers, but those influencers haven't really made it it, 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 an impact on my investment, you know, making decisions. Um, But, you know, you mentioned that they have a huge role in, um, you know, with Lolly, and I want to find out how um, you're leveraging uh, the crypto influencers um, influence to to build your brand.
1: Yes, so I think that there's, the way that I look at it is, um, you know, influencers have done an incredible job of distributing products to people. You know, they they have communities that they've already tapped into that they've built in many cases for many, many years. So um, we started uh, talking to a lot of these influencers that we knew were like following us on social or were using the Lolly product. Started talking to them, and they were like, "We would love to share, you know, Bitcoin with the world." And a lot of these influencers were already talking about Bitcoin or crypto to their their audiences. So we thought there was an incredible way, um, because like naturally, like when it, when a uh, an influencer or really anybody is sharing a Coinbase or a Kraken or any sort of exchange, they're inherently telling the person that they're you know sharing that with to invest, and it's borderline. Uh, it's it's a it's a difficult thing to to talk about because you're basically giving somebody financial advice by referring them to exchanges. Whereas with Lolly, you're just saying like, hey, this is an easiest this is the easiest way to get into Bitcoin. This is the easiest way to get into crypto. So it's it's like it makes it um, just way more uh, way easier for for influencers to talk about Lolly than it is to talk about other um, applications uh, in the crypto space. So we think we have a really great product um, for um, influencers talking about us, and so far, yeah, we've we've brought on a lot of influencers as investors, as partners um, to to help us distribute the the message of Lolly.
0: These influencers, um, you know, with with more and more institutional adoption coming in to crypto from the sidelines, how do you see the role of the influencer changing over time? in the next uh, year or two um i think i think there's we're starting to see like more mainstream
1: individuals like come into the bitcoin space i think there's a lot of bitcoiners that are you know have been very like low-key or people who have held bitcoin for years that you know haven't really shared it and now they kind of see that that the the people are listening and people are looking for something um else so it, it it's it's not like it doesn't look like shilling it it really looks like education so we're really excited to you know align ourselves with a lot of these um um you know great people over the next few years and i just think we're going to see a lot more mainstream influencers coming into the space
0: what are your views on tom brady coming in space
1: <laughs> well i'm not i mean i'm uh, i'm not a tom brady like football fan I, I respect um you know greatness in any capacity and and clearly he is one of the greatest of all time Um, I think, you know, any, any, I have a belief that anybody talking about Bitcoin is good for Bitcoin. So it's, it's, uh, yeah, he has a very like loyal fan base and, um, I think people listen to him. So, uh, it's great to see those laser eyes. Um, and, and it's, uh, I I think he's definitely good for Bitcoin, but then again, everything is good for Bitcoin.
0: I agree. Um, so I want to I want to shift gears a little bit and talk about um, you had a new launch recently. You launched a new mobile app um, and I think I've, I, I downloaded it. So I know you did um, you, you know, as as COVID winds down and the economy opens back up. Right. I'm assuming that there are some like really, really hot areas that this app could be marketed or used. You know, what do you think some of these are?
1: Like, uh, what do you mean? Where, where do we, um, like, like products or, or where are we yeah, we're talk products about and
0: services, products and services. Um, where you think, like, as the economy opens up, what are these areas mm-hmm. that you think are going to be trendy? That where you can really target.
1: Yeah. So, so we're um, the mobile app is. So you know, we we've thrived at having a, a <clears throat> an extension. Uh, a lot of people have you know shifted their behavior. They're spending more time on the computer. Um, So so the Chrome extension has been great for a lot of people. Um, As people start to go back into stores, um, I think it's going to be really important for people to earn on everyday purchases, uh, especially on uh, restaurants and um, and, and in-store purchases. So I think you could expect to see a lot of our products and partnerships um, being around uh, driving people into stores and earning Bitcoin back, more importantly, um, when they go into stores and and shop at their favorite uh, in-person merchants. Um, I think a lot of merchants are going to be very excited to um, be a part of that. Um, And we're very clearly very excited to like, you know, support local businesses and get people back into stores um, as, as we emerge from this pandemic. How about travel? Oh, travel's growing like crazy. Um, Yeah. We we have a lot of great travel um, partners on board. Booking.com is at like 7% right now. So um, everybody that's like starting to, book their book their travel uh it's earning like quite a bit of Bitcoin
0: so I plan on at some point booking a trip for my family right so how would I how would I you know use your app and go use online or how how would I go ahead and then do, be able to do that
1: yes yeah, so you could you could book your flight uh with one of our partners like I mean Priceline I think you know plate flight rewards aren't, aren't very high because Flights are a very like low-margin product, so there's not much they can possibly do um, to to reward. Um, but where you really make a lot of your money is on hotels. And if you can like look at all of the different partners that we have right now, Booking.com is the most. Uh, booking.com is offering seven percent back um, currently on all hotels. So uh, you can imagine. Um, I mean, you, you spend a thousand dollars on a on a trip and you get seventy dollars in Bitcoin back. So um, yeah, it's it's a uh, not not a bad deal
0: sounds pretty good to me yep, yep. Uh, so uh your first company um before you you was before lolly was purchased by uh, as you said was purchased by Rakuten right mm-hmm. How um we haven't really seen a lot of purchases and acquisitions yet in the crypto space um how do you see that playing out over time um with the M&A.
1: Yeah, it, it's very interesting. I, I think, well, a lot of these crypto companies, um, they they made so much money in the 2017 run-up from fees, um, but a lot of them really didn't need to, you know, get super acquisitive, um, because they, they just, like, were either able, I think, to attract so much talent themselves, um, and they just had so much money to, like, hire, and there wasn't really a lot of development out there um, uh, you know, building of, of companies that were built, being built. So I think as more of these companies start to go public, like Coinbase and, and have these monster IPOs or direct listings, I, I do think we're going to see a lot more, um, acquisitions in the space. Um, especially now that all these business models are proven and there's so many paths to, to revenue that I, I do think, um, we will see a lot of acquisition, um, emerge over the next, uh, few years. So um, the space is like really nascent, you know, it's like, there's, I think people were trying to figure out like, um, you know, there was a big debate earlier, uh, like two years ago, where people just didn't think like wallets were a good business, because there was so many of them, and they were all open source. And a lot of them like you didn't really, you know, with a non custodial wallet, you didn't really own or control the experience or the, the asset, and it could be forked fairly easily. So I think that there's a lot of like products like wallets where people are trying to determine how much is something worth, and any time that there's like that sort of experience, like you know, a founder might not want to sell, a, a person might not want to buy for the same price. Now that the economics of crypto are starting to be um, really figured out um, and and more solidified, um, I do think there's going to be a lot more acquisitions over the next few years.
0: Would you see that? occurring at the exchange level or um, the VC level, or would you see it um, consolidating elsewhere?
1: Well, the exchanges have the most money right now. So I, I would imagine, you know, the Coinbase's, Binance's, um, Kraken, Gemini, uh, they all, you know, seemingly have the most money. Um, so I, I could very much see them, you know, buying up these companies. Uh, there, you know, there could be, an ex- you know, a, a path where, you know, private equity, or you know some sort of like hedge fund gets into the acquisition business but I, because you know they clearly have a lot of money and they they're going to want to play a part um but i i i see more so like the exchanges being the ones that um end up acquiring a lot of these companies um more so than anybody they, they just have the most money and the the the, the model that has been is proven to be the most successful is the fee model so if you, if you look at who's going to be acquiring who it's the companies that have the most money acquiring the companies um, that, you know, where, where they believe that they can make more money and have an arbitrage over
0: the next few years. And where do you think that arbitrage would occur inside the crypto um, projects? Um, yeah, good
1: question. So uh, I think the arbitrages are, I mean, we're, we're not for sale right now, but uh, you know, we're, we're looking to IPO probably the next five years. Um, but I would say projects like ours where, they are early projects. They're like you know we're bringing in tons of new users into crypto, and so projects that are like top of the funnel that are bringing new people into crypto that maybe like a Coinbase or Kraken or these exchanges are not able to acquire, and then also like deep infrastructure. Um, so I think a lot of these companies that are doing like you know chain analysis, um, are you know, th- people who are building like institutional tools, um, security tools. Um, like private key management. Uh, a lot of these will sort of like fill out this like total crypto ecosystem, and they they just might be things that these companies decide to buy versus build.
0: And your and your thoughts on uh on the swaps like sushi swap, pancake swap, French toast swap, all that?
1: Yeah, they're all they're all uh I mean really interesting and and cool. I think um you know they're they're uh mostly decentralized in nature um i I, I love i i i love that they that um uniswap was forked i think it's kind of like shows the power um of it while also showing you know the the upside it's like shows the upside and the downside um of it i think the the loyalty token model is an interesting one to help build retention in a decentralized uh exchange um, I, I think they're like you know they're learning as they go, and I think they've made a lot of really good decisions. Um, you know, while fees are really high right now, I think it's difficult for anybody. But but it is very interesting that you know they are able to open up an exchange that lets anybody trade essentially any asset um, that uh, maybe some of the centralized exchanges just can't keep up with or can't diligence or can't risk. Bringing on, you know, certain cryptocurrencies. So, you know, if you believe uh, in a free market, which I, I definitely do, um, decentralized exchanges are wonderful for opening up a free market and making assets, you know, all assets, available to everyone. Um, and it definitely looks like the future. I mean, there, there will forever be centralized exchanges, and I think plenty of people will prefer centralized exchanges, but. Um, decentralized exchanges definitely have a place and it shows how difficult it's going to be for certain exchanges to compete with decentralized exchanges uh, simply because like they're just able to do so much more um, because they're able to leverage um, you know like open source developers or um, they're able to like leverage um, you know liquidity pools that might not be in other uh, places Uh, so it it really shows like the power of decentralization I think by by a few metrics, um, one thing that was really interesting was that uh, the like Uniswap I think passed in volume, like Coinbase in volume, and I think that's going to you know like keep growing. Um, there's really no limit to that. Whereas like Coinbase has like scaling challenges and they have to go into new countries and they have to deal with you know new laws. Um, it it's it's seemingly um, showing like like it's more beneficial to be a decentralized company that doesn't need um you know f- sort of fiat rails uh to to interact and that'll just get bigger over time
0: so let me get this straight you would you think that there would be opportunities for consolidation in that decentralized uh in, in your on-ramp space
1: um consolidation in in, in which space? In the, 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 the,
0: swap, the swap, the swaps, the, 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 the unit oh, swap. Oh. The...
1: Um, I mean, I, it's, it's such an early experiment with, like, you know, these loyalty tokens for people to actually trade on decentralized exchanges. Like, if that works, hypothetically, there you know, people will have, like, their favorite swaps. And um, I, I believe, like, the defensibility will be um, can a community build enough features to continue to not be uh forked um and and like is there an incentive to like keep the the developer community coupled with the actual like you know trading community engaged um and so seemingly like loyalty tokens make sense for that model because it gives you an incentive to keep trading on uniswap whereas on like you know you might you might be a sushi swap loyalist. Um, I I think we would have to see like something pretty phenomenal for there to keep, you know, being these exchanges that open up, but there could also be exchanges that open up, you know, on, you know, for, you know, potentially like uh, other chains um, that are, and if other chains continue to grow, then, you know, swaps on other chains will grow. So um, yeah, I mean, it's the, the, the the way that I like really look at the world right now is that it's very not, it's very much not a zero sum game. There are so, there's so much room for growth on all fronts and, and we've never seen companies that are going to be as big as the, as companies are today with crypto. So the, the, all the multiples and like everything, it's just, it's going to be so big. So like, you know, there might be a, uh, you know, decentralized exchanges that are more popular in certain countries, um, but then, like, not as popular in other countries, and just because, like, that's where they, like, built their community. Um, But at the end of the day, like, anybody can use them, and there's probably going to be incentives for, like, different people to use different exchanges, um, even if they are decentralized. So I I, I think space is super early. Um, I would really, like, look at the loyalty tokens as being, like, um you know the most compelling things for the decentralized exchanges to really out compete and win um and and those models are going to continue to develop like i I think it's almost inevitable for other decentralized exchanges to maybe be more generous or to um like you know do some sort of like drops or or something to like encourage more activity to compete with the uniswaps of the world Um, but the space is super young so we'll see
0: awesome So you said two key words there which leads me to my next question you said community and loyalty and my next question is this with those two words in mind how do we achieve financial inclusivity on a broader global scale in crypto
1: um i think we have to keep making it easier and easier for people to get into crypto and use crypto right now it's just not very friendly for most people So um, I think the world has to keep, uh, developers, uh, founders have to just keep making it easier and easier for more people to get involved uh, in the space. So I think things like Lolly are extremely important. Uh, I think, you know, exchanges are very important. Decentralized and centralized exchanges are both very important. So the the, the more builders there are in the space, the more people that are building to make easier solutions out there um the the better it will do and then the more people you can bring on like influencers to like um and, and you know, influential people that can share crypto um with the world is going to clearly be extremely beneficial uh as well for bringing more people on board so um yeah it's just going to it's going to take time and um i mean i think safe to say that crypto is like the inevitable future and this is not going away anytime soon so uh, yeah, I think everyone should like learn it and try and get up to speed. And and um, builders should build, and and people should uh, should get into the space because it's like, um, I mean, it's it's extremely uh, exciting, fun, new, um, and it's going to be very important to be crypto uh, literate um, moving forward.
0: Awesome. So developers, builders, influencers, and then what do you think is missing? Between the user, between really improving the user experience, and what the the people that exist today, what element do you feel can improve that user experience?
1: So, um, I mean, I, I'm a I'm a big believer that like getting you know new business models like like Lolly are extremely important for people to get into crypto and then moving them down funnel. You know moving moving people down funnel into teaching them about Bitcoin. So I, I think what you're doing is incredibly important with uh, a podcast and like teaching people, bringing on um, you know people like myself that can help um, with Bitcoin and crypto education um, as much as possible. So you know people can be like you know listening to podcasts. like we have a like a, a TV show that we do every every week on on YouTube that helps people stay up to date on Bitcoin uh, news and the things that are going on in the space. I think Twitter is an incredible resource for people to learn about crypto and get involved in the crypto ecosystem. Um, Reddit is a wonderful place for uh, learning about um, you know crypto as well so there's so many resources out there and I, I think that it's just like for a curious interested person um, I would say like you know keep keep researching keep like looking for opportunities and and um, there's just a lot of uh, great things out there for for uh, for people to like or places for people to like learn about bitcoin and the importance uh that it has in the future
0: i agree that sounds good um i want to thank you very much for your time today um i enjoyed our conversation i learned a lot um and it's a privilege um so my last question is this how can people find out more information about you about lolly how can they use your app how can they earn
1: uh, yes, yeah, so, so you can go to lolly.com and download the Chrome extension, um, and uh, on on your desktop, um, that that's a great way to earn a lot of of uh, Bitcoin. And then the other way is through iOS mobile app. Uh, we will be launching Android soon, and we will be launching internationally outside of the U.S. soon as well. So a lot of lot of fun things um, coming, and um, yeah, I, I uh, stay 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 tuned.
0: Awesome. Thank you very much for your time today.
1: Thank you so much for yours, and and, uh, we'll talk soon.
0: Sounds good. Thanks. Bye.
1: Take care. Bye.